okay. I guess you got to have those days. Let's have one of those. <laughs> Let's play that tune again, though. I I'll, like I'll that. Try to I was cl- starting to. I, was, I know. Hang on. Uh, let me hold fix on. It. Let me see You're listening to Crust Busting with Dr. Pat. Don't go away. We're going to have a do over now. Hang on. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And you are listening to me, Dr. Pat Basile, and Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. We are feeling awesome today, aren't we, Benny? Absolutely. Okay, stay with us, Benny. It's okay. Hang it's on, all good. Uh, it's all good. There. There we go. Sorry. That gets Dirty our rhythm discs. going. Everybody out there, you ready? Get that rhythm going. Remember what Linda Shields said. Sit up in the chair and breathe. Yeah. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to everyone. Welcome to the show. Crust busting your way to an awesome life with me, Dr. Pat, Crustbuster Vasily, also known AKA Post It Patty, also known AKA, well, there are so many names. <laughs> I'm loving it. Are you loving it, Benny? I am loving it. Oh, my goodness. Well, we have a very special show today. And as I say, we have very special shows every day. But today we have um, an amazing uh, a pair of guests. We have Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis. They are here with us today. And we will be talking about one of my favorite topics. That is the mind of the soul. And uh, they'll be on uh, in a few moments. And uh, I am so excited about their book. They are just doing some unbelievable things. And they have a 14 Uh, a 14-point tour, which we'll be talking to them about, and they will be right here in Seattle on Saturday. Very cool. And we'll be talking about that uh, with their uh, uh, authentic empowerment workshops. Now, let me just say a little bit about Gary Zukoff. If, you know, those of us that may not be um, familiar with with who Gary is, um, he is the author of The Dancing Wu Li Masters, An Overview of the New Physics, which is the winner of the American Book Award for Science. Uh, the Seed of the Soul, it's a celebrated, it's, you know, the number one bestseller uh, in the New York Times, USA Today, Los Angeles Times, Publishers Weekly, and other publications. And, you know, for many of us, we've seen Gary on Oprah. Uh, his books have sold millions of copies and are published in 24 languages. Wow. 24 languages. I didn't even know there were that many languages. It's amazing. And, you know, he's a graduate of Harvard and a former U.S. Army Special Forces uh, Green Beret officer uh, with Vietnam Service. And I have a few of my Army crust-busting uh, folks listening. Good. They're very excited about that. Uh, also, Linda Francis, who is a co-founder of the Seat of the Soul Foundation with Gary and uh, co-creator of The Heart of the Soul. Uh, that's also a New York Times bestseller. Uh a lot of bestsellers. We got a lot of abundance here mm-hmm. on this show with Gary and Linda. This is really awesome. Um, also, uh, you know, the, through the Seed of the Soul Foundation, both of these uh, authors offer retreats, such as the one that is going to be held here in Seattle mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, and uh, the creation of authentic power and the experience of spiritual partnership. They are just awesome. They will be with us in a few minutes mm-hmm. after we finish our angel segment. That's right. Because... Today is Wonderful Wednesday. That's right. And we will be picking a card. I think, should I pick it today? Yeah, go ahead. How about if I pick it today, Benny? Should we uh, reiterate what we did for the week? We should reiterate that. Okay. Uh, I had to to slow down my speech, so I made sure I say that word right. Well, you know. It's a tough one. And we're going to be talking to Gary and Linda about intuition and Ah, synchronicity and cause and effect because, you know, what we did is we pulled a card on Monday that was enthusiasm, the same card we we picked the following the, right. the previous Monday. 
which is really kind of, you know how many cards there are in this deck? What would be the odds of doing that? Well, only spirit knows. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'll have to dial up to find out exactly. Um, oh, you're not going to believe this. This is really, I've got chicken skin right now. <laughs> I pull an angel card every day at home. And the card that I pull at home today was truth. Oh, really? Yeah. Guess what we pulled right here? Let me guess. Okay, now, uh, really, this this is real. Look at this. Truth. Truth. Today must be about truth. And boy, do we have the absolutely perfect guests on our show today for this topic. <laughs> we are very, very grateful. So what do we want to say um, uh, about this? We want to say that Monday was enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. Tuesday was openness. Today is truth. And at the end of the week, we will have pulled five cards, and we're going to put a question out there for folks. Mm -hmm. And um, as we did last week with Mildred, who recited every card for she every was day. like She wrote down everything. She, had she even had like a little statement after each Absolutely. one. She knew exactly where it represented her life. I mean, she was all on the ball. That's we need to it. get her in and bring and her in the studio. That's exactly right. And then, you know, Mildred, if you're listening, your angel cards are in the mail because what, we, what we'll do is uh, to the first caller that answers the question, uh, we will send you a deck of angel cards. Very cool. Cool. Is very cool. So here we are. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now. Stay tuned with us because uh, today we have with us on the show uh, we have Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis, and they are going to be here here to share their soulfulness with us. Each and every one of us is invited to be soulfully and mindfully alert, awake, aware, and intended today. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You know what the words to that song are, folks? It's another day, just believe, another day, just breathe. And we have with us today uh, two amazing individuals that really bring absolute meaning and purpose to those words. We have with us Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis. Welcome to the show, Gary and Linda. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Pat. Oh, this... Yes, Pat. I'm really happy to be here with you and with our viewers. Oh, listeners. we have an amazing <laughs> listener audience. Uh, I am so grateful. I go to gratitude each and every day. 
uh, regarding the people that have the courage to a listen and the courage to actually create positive change in their lives. And I know you all must be totally inspired by that because I see that you have put together an amazing schedule to take your message out. I believe we're the second of 14 uh, uh, workshops that you will be doing across the country on authentic empowerment. That's right. Am We're I going right? to be in uh, uh, Seattle this weekend. And you'll be in Seattle. Where exactly will you be uh, for this workshop? It's at the Crown Plaza downtown. Okay. Sixth Avenue. Oh, amazing. And we'll talk a little bit more and uh, let folks know how they can uh, sign up for this workshop. This is, you two are amazingly generous. I am so touched by the uh, the pricing of this workshop. It's amazing. Uh, it's a $99 workshop. It is full, jam-packed. In this workshop, uh, you will get to experience Gary and Linda as they teach the essential concepts of creating authentic power, emotional awareness, responsible choices, intuition, and trust, and they will guide each and every one of us to a deeper, more meaningful spiritual discovery. Thank you so much. Thank you both so much for the work that you're doing and for this offering. You're welcome, Pat. Well, let me start, let me start by saying this. Um, you know, there is a formula in the book, and let me, t- let, me, let me mention the book. The book is The Mind of the Soul. What an amazing title for this book, The Mind of the Soul. I sat and I tried to think, what does that mean? This is so powerful. Um, And uh, there's a formula that I think really uh, captures the essence. And let me try this. And if you're listening out there and you have a pen and pencil in your hand, a pen or a piece of paper, write this down. Choice equals creation. Could you tell us a little bit about that formula, Gary, Linda? I'd be happy to. The formula is a simple expression of the creative dynamic that is you. Mm. That means that your life doesn't happen to you for a random reason or for no reason. You encounter the experiences that you do in your life because you yourself have participated in their creation. That means that you can start to create consciously a life that you want to create. Now, so far, this is something that I believe most people who are listening to your show Mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. But how do you do it? Yes, how do you do it? (laughs) How do you become a kind person when you're impatient? Mm -hmm. How do you become a generous person when you're angry? Mm -hmm. How do you become someone who cares for others when you are resentful? or you can't forgive what you perceive to be a hurt to you. That is where the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. That is where tools are required to use your life as it was designed to be used, which is as an instrument or a vehicle of spiritual growth. And those tools will give you an idea of what spiritual growth is from our perspective. Well, you know, Gary and Linda, you, the thing that I walk away with when I look at this book, and, and since I, I, I've had this book, I've read it at least three times, because each and every time I go to it, there is something that, yes, I've read, but I go to a place, something that I need to know for that moment, and I pick it up, and it is just filled with practical exercises for me to do. The thing that I am struck by regarding choice is that you identify three of the most important choices that any individual on this planet can make. Would you say a little bit about those those three? 
Oh, yes. Most people think that the important choices they make are uh, whether they get married or not, or if they're going to move, if they're going to have children, if That's they're right. <laughs> going to uh, change careers. Mm-hmm. And those are important choices. Mm-hmm. But you are making choices every moment about how you see yourself and how you see the universe and what you see your relationship to the universe to be. Mm. And those choices shape your experiences on an ongoing basis because you are an ongoing creative spirit. Mm -hmm. So if you believe deep down that the universe is cold and random or merciless or judgmental and without the ability to uh, be compassionate except in random ways, then that shapes your experience. It shapes your thoughts. It shapes your words. If you believe that you are insignificant and what you do really doesn't matter, if you believe that you're invisible, if you believe that you don't really have much to contribute, or if you did, nobody would want to hear it, those choices, those beliefs shape your thoughts and your experiences. On the other hand, if you believe that the universe is alive, that it's wise, that it's compassionate, that it is your partner, that you can co-create with it at each moment the circumstances that are optimal for your spiritual growth, in fact, that you actually do, then you begin to look at your life in a different way. If you look at yourself as a powerful and creative spirit, then you might not be so quick to say, what does it matter if I do this, or what does it matter if I don't? Mm -hmm. What does it matter? If I'm angry or if I'm not, it matters a lot. Mm. You know, Gary uh, and Linda, there's something that that you mentioned in the book, which I think is unbelievable. It says your only choice is what experiences you will create. And I think that sometimes we have the best of intentions in creating a life around us that is just whole, perfect and complete. And yet underneath that, you know, there's this veneer of fear that would direct us in a way that, you know, doesn't really contribute to our freedom. And that's, I think, what, you know, I am so struck by in, you know, the the empowerment workshop and in the book is we are really eliminating the word victim, aren't we? Uh, we are not, but you can. And <laughs> anyone who applies these tools to his or her life can. Mm-hmm. And I would say, from my perspective, that the fear you're describing is not a veneer. Okay. The, the fear is deep, it's powerful, and it's real. There are parts of your personality that are quite frightened, and they cause pain mm-hmm. continually. Mm-hmm. They cause the painful and destructive consequences that they do when they become active. In other words, for example, when you're angry, or when you're resentful, or when you're jealous. And for me, the development of a spiritual life, an authentically empowered life, which is a life in which you align your personality with your soul, requires you to experience, to identify and experience the frightened parts of your personality and change them with your will. The subtitle to the book, The Mind of the Soul, is Responsible Choice. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the tools of creating authentic power. Making choices that will create consequences for which you are willing to assume responsibility. For example, suppose you're on the freeway and somebody is rude to you and you become enraged. 
and you honk at them, you blink your lights, you shout at them, you shake your fist. And you even take your life in danger mm-hmm. by getting so angry at them. Look at your internal landscape at that moment, and you'll find that it's very painful. Mm. Well, we're taking our attention and putting it on that anger, aren't we? And we are taking our, atten- our, our, our attention off of what we are doing in that moment, and in this case, driving a vehicle. Uh, yes, there is something to be said for putting your attention on your anger in a way that you can experience it fully. And that's where emotional awareness comes in. Mm-hmm. And, and not acting on it. Well, that's a key point. And right. Yeah, we, we, we receive a lot of uh, questions around that, and I do in, in my workshops when we talk about anger. And, you know, there, there are beliefs out there that say, you know what, I was never really allowed to express my anger as a child, and I'm really going to make up for it right now. I mean, what do you say to that comment? Well, of course you have a right to express your anger, and of course you have a right to inflict it on others. And as you do, you create consequences for yourself. Mm -hmm. You are not free to act without creating consequences that you yourself will experience. And as you realize that, then you can start to make your choices more wisely. So, so Patricia, for example, Mm -hmm. I, I used to... Uh, Pat, rather. I used to to always um, uh, please people. I felt like I had to do that because I felt like that was the only way that I had value. I was afraid to do anything else but please everyone so that they would like me, Mm -hmm. wouldn't reject me. Well, when I realized that I was doing that and and I didn't like it, I got angry. And when I didn't get what I wanted when I pleased people, I got resentful. So I got resentful and angry, and at some point, I felt like I had a right to be angry. I had a right. All that time that I'd been pleasing, and now I didn't want to do it anymore, I had a right to be angry at people. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that that was just as unhealthy for me to, uh, just unhealthy to, to act in my anger and resentment as it was to please other people when I really didn't mean it. Yeah. You so, know... So what I've been working on is something very different than that. What have it's you been beyond doing? beyond that. Mm-hmm. It's so that I use the energy. If I feel angry or mm-hmm. if I feel like I need to please, I use that energy instead to create a meaningful and creative life. So I don't, don't act on those uh, emotions anymore. I feel them. And then I choose what it is that I want to do in that moment, even though I'm feeling like pleasing someone or I'm feeling resentful because I didn't do what I wanted. You know, what you're talking about is so important to our listeners. We, we've had several discussions in the past couple of weeks, especially around the issues of job loss and downsizing. And, and one of the experiences that I share with folks is that the best thing that ever happened to me was going through a downsize after 25 years of service for a company. And people say to me, what are you talking about? And what I said is, you know, I was angry as all get out. But what I did was I decided to go back to school. I think that is that what you're saying, Linda, that we have a choice as to what we do with our anger and where we put that energy? Yes, that's exactly right. You do, and, and if you don't think you have a choice, then you remain in a place of feeling like a victim mm-hmm. and that it's all being done to you. Mm-hmm. But when you know you have a choice, when you know it, then you can begin to see how you can make different choices than the ones you've made in the past. But if you don't make different choices, nothing will change. 
Exactly. I'd like to say, though, uh, when it comes to anger, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to go more deeply into this. Okay, great. I know a lot about anger. Mm-hmm. I've experienced a lot of it in my life, and I still experience anger sometimes, but not nearly with the frequency and intensity that characterized virtually all of my life. I was a sexual addict. I was uh, spent most of my younger life and a lot of my middle-aged life that way. I was bitter. I was resentful. I was angry. I was a victim, and I looked at myself that way, and I didn't like the world because of what I thought it was doing to me. Now, as I was feeling those things, I was acting on them, mm-hmm. and I was creating the most painful consequences for myself. I wanted to have relationships, but I kept experiencing being the Lee V. Mm. I couldn't make the connection at the time that I could make later. Why would somebody want to stay with someone who was an angry, bitter, judgmental, righteous, sexually addicted victim? Mm. I wouldn't. Carrie, let me ask you, was there a turning point? Was there something specific for you uh, where you said, uh, you know, I'm really done with this. I really want something different in my life. Actually, there was a point like this, but that's not when my life changed. Mm -hmm. That's when it really became challenging and fruitful. Mm -hmm. When you say, I'm done with this, which means you invoke health or you invoke healing. Mm -hmm. Healing doesn't descend on you like a fluffy cloud or a bolt of lightning. Right. You invoke the universe to assist you in your healing. And when that happens, all of the parts of your personality that require healing start to come to the foreground of your awareness. Mm -hmm. Healing means that you look at your anger, experience your anger, and change your anger, because until you do, you will remain a prisoner of your anger. Mm -hmm. It means that you experience your jealousy, your fear, your resentment. These are very painful things to experience, and there are tools that will allow you to do that. Emotional awareness, Mm -hmm. that's one that we teach in this introductory workshop. But until you can begin, they're very important because until you can begin to experience all of your emotions all of the time, you can't change them. And there's no judgment from the universe, in my opinion, about your not changing yourself. But the only problem, you might say, is that you continue to create Mm -hmm. what your anger and resentment and jealousy, lack of forgiveness, have created in the past. Well, isn't that true? Isn't it really an impersonal universe? Isn't it really sort of, you know, if I sit here and I am thinking scarcity, if I am thinking lack, the universe is not going to say, you know what, I'm really abundant. And even though you're thinking uh, in a really uh, uh, scarcity way, I'm going to change that for you. What I put out into the universe is exactly what I manifest. Is that right? That's what we talk about in this book. Yes. Uh, Yes, it is. I I would say uh, I, I would agree with you, but I would say. Uh, let's define impersonal. Okay. The universe is compassionate. Yes. And it's wise. And everything that you encounter in your life is, you might say, your specially designed curriculum in the Earth School. Mm. It is an ongoing, real-time, multimedia experience that helps you, that presents you with the potential to grow spiritually. You don't have to use that potential. You can squander it. But another Mm. opportunity will come again and And again again. and again and again, and that is your life. Mm. So use your life. When you are angry, you can choose to shout at someone. 
I heard an interview with a rap singer, and the man said, I've got a right to be angry. Mm. And I felt to myself, indeed you do, my friend, and you also have a right to be loving. And so we are at choice. Always. Well, on that note, let's take a short break, uh, Gary and Linda. We'll be right back uh, to talk with you a little bit more about the dedication of this book and also about cause and effect and, you know, the the way that you describe that. Uh, and uh, let me open up the lines right now uh, to our listeners. Uh, if you're here in the Seattle area, 425-373-5527. Again, 425-373-5527, and toll-free. I know I have uh, people listening in uh, Virginia, New Jersey, and California, and you love this number, so you tell me. (laughs) Take full advantage of it. Here we go, 1-888-298-5569. Again, 1-888-298-5569. And please call in because uh, we'd like to hear what you have to say, and in doing so, we, uh, Gary and Linda, will be gifting you a copy of this amazing book, The Mind of the Soul, Responsible Choice. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with... Benny Mathers. Okay, we'll be right back with uh, Gary and Linda. Welcome back. You're here with me, Dr. Pat Crossbuster Basili, and crossbusting your way to an awesome life. And uh, we're here today with Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis, and we are talking about really the choices in life. Uh, and based on their, their their brand new book, The Mind of the Soul: Responsible Choice. And um, I want to announce this uh, for those of you that are just tuning in. Uh, Gary and Linda are will be in Seattle on Saturday, and they will be offering a one-day workshop called Authentic Empowerment. It's an Authentic Empowerment Workshop, a day with Gary and Linda. And uh, it, it, is a, it is an amazingly gracious offering. It is $99. And Gary uh, and Linda, uh, how, should people, how can people uh, acquire tickets for the event? Well, they can go on um, the website, uh, www.seatofthesoul.com, and actually register online. Okay. Or they, or they, That's seat, like a S-E-A-T. S-E-A-T of oh. the soul. Okay. Dot com. S-O-U-L. Great. And um, they could also call at 877-C-GARY. Okay. That's 877-733-4279. Excellent. Um, we're back, and we have a caller on the line right now, and we'll bring her on. Uh, welcome. Jane, are you there? I'm here, yeah. Hi, Jane. Hi, Dr. Pat. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I've got a question uh, for Gary and Linda. Um, if I may. And I heard them talk about the point at which you're really done with stuff and you just can't, you just can't do what you've done anymore. 
And at that point, as I understand it, uh, because the universe is compassionate and wise, um, it is acting totally on your behalf, even though all the circumstances feel exactly the opposite of that. And so when, when you are at that point of saying there's got to be another way, and you start to surrender to something greater than yourself, for lack of, a, of another way to say it, how do you not let go of that rudder? How, how do you continue to move forward when, when things around you look like the opposite of what you're now claiming for yourself? Does that, is that, does that make enough sense? I believe it does. And it's not only at a point in someone's life in, at which they feel they cannot go further or the pain has become unbearable that the universe is wise and the universe is compassionate. It is at every moment in your life without exception, without cessation. So you can wait without the intention to change your life, simply going forward as if on automatic pilot, reacting, uh, shouting in anger when you become angry, uh, smiling and pleasing people when you feel insecure, and doing all the things that you've done in the past. And eventually you will create so much pain in your life that it will become unbearable. But why wait? Why wait for that? There is a way to create a life that is meaningful and joyful and real and creative and healthy. And that is the experience of authentic power. And your life and everything in it is designed to help you do that so you don't have to wait until you have come to the end of your rope, because it's not the end of your rope. You may feel that you cannot go any further. You may ask, even pray, that your life end, but it won't end until your soul is ready to go home, because you are here for a reason, and that is to heal the parts of your personality that need to be healed, that have been creating the pain that you are in. Even if you were to take your own life, you would not leave that pain behind. Mm-hmm. So why waste a lifetime either living it mindlessly, indulging in it, raging against others or the universe, or taking your life and ending it, and then you have no vehicle right. to address that pain. Instead, use your life. Use your life by applying the tools such as emotional awareness so that your unexperienced pain does not create all of your compulsive and obsessive and addictive behaviors. So on a practical level... responsible choice so that you can begin to become aware Mm -hmm. of what your intentions are. Mm -hmm. All of these things are what we want, what we will be discussing at the workshop, Mm -hmm. what we discuss everywhere in all of our events. We have 27, I think, this year. And all of our books, it is to assist individuals in the creation of authentic power. No one else can change your life except you. Mm-hmm. Jane, nope. you had a question, a follow-up question for Gary, uh, for Gary there. On a, on a practical level, uh, when you've reached that, that point, and it's not at the point where you're thinking of doing yourself in or anything like that, you simply realize this is not effective and I don't want to use, I don't want to live this way anymore. I want to just as you say, live the life that I meant to live, uh, the purpose for which I came here in the first place to this planet. 
Um, my question to you is on a practical level. As you switch paradigms, because that's how it feels to me, one way of looking at life, and now saying, okay, I am at choice, how, how do you, do you, um, um, there's two points, do you forgive yourself, how do you do that for having led the life you've led up to that point? And when, when things are challenging again and you feel yourself slipping back into, you know, gosh, can I do this? Am I strong enough to do this? Do I have the courage to do this? Uh, can I speak out when it's necessary? Whatever the issue is, what, Gary and Linda, do you tell yourselves in that moment when you can't get to the book, when you can't turn on the tape, when you're not sitting in the workshop? Well, what I do is, um, first of all, when I decided to change my life and I could see that the things weren't working for me, uh-huh. I set my intention to create a different kind of power for myself. That is authentic power. Instead of trying to manipulate and control my everything, all, all the situations to make them okay and to make me okay, I decided that I really wanted to learn about myself so I use the tools that we teach. That's why we teach them. That's why we share them, to, to become emotionally aware, to be aware when I'm hurting, when I'm uh, reacting, when I'm feeling like so lonely or that no one can help me. I feel what I'm feeling, and then I choose what I want to do. And so I practice these tools all the time because it's essential to me to be living a life that's different than the life that I used to lead. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And I don't think you have to be in a workshop or, I mean, you, if you read the book, and if, let, let's say you came to the workshop. Mm-hmm. Let's say you came to our one-day workshop. We would share with you the tools, but then it's up to you to practice them mm-hmm. right. all the time. Okay. So if you start practicing, because it'll help, it'll give you a jump start mm-hmm. on what you need to do. Okay. So that you can begin to and interact with other people and do experiential, have experiential exercises and something to take home with you so that you can begin to use what it is and practice what we're talking about all the time and you'll see how that will make a difference. It's, you're not going to catch yourself every time. You're going to go back to old behavior patterns. You're going to be get fearful or angry or whatever it is that you do and you'll catch yourself and you'll know what to do. You'll begin to know. I forgive myself every time I do something um, that I wish that I had, and then mm-hmm. I say, okay, I caught it. At least I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I come back to the tools. It's a daily practice. So when you talk about being authentic, it means naming what it is that you're experiencing and then realizing you can make another choice about it and therefore begin to create a different experience for yourself. Is, yes, that's certainly, yes, that's that part right? of it. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Thank I, you, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much for that question. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled to have an answer, and um, how fabulous that you're actually going to give hands-on on tools. I think that's wonderful, and I appreciate your response. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you. Wow. Uh, great question. Great question. And there's something that you said that I'd really like to go back to because we talk about it a lot on the show. And it has to do with making a commitment to use the tools. 
Uh, and that is such a key point for each and every one of us. I know that there, this book is filled with amazing exercises. I know I've gone through the book and uh, have completed uh, a number of the exercises. And there's one part of this book and something that you said that I really think is worth mentioning again. And it has to do with personality. I... I don't know about our listeners, but I know that for a long time, a large part of the research, and especially some of the personality assessments that we have uh, in our society, would have us sort of put in this box that says, you are a this, this, and this. I know for myself that along the personality path, and I think this is what you're saying, I was a certain way for about 40 years of my life. And I have taken that same personality test again and have scored completely differently. Mm -hmm. What I get from the book is we're not pigeonholed into being a certain way. We can change. Do I have that right? You've got that exactly right. Absolutely. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I do know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I absolutely know what you're talking about. And I feel that um, giving people labels Mm -hmm. or labeling yourself limits you because then you your choices are all based on that limiting idea that you have about yourself mm-hmm. and my idea is that open yourself open yourself to other possibilities and as you grow spiritually you change in significant ways you become less angry less frightened less resentful you become uh, you find your addictions and you heal them mm-hmm. and as you do your life becomes more aware more responsible, and you become more gracious and more elegant. Well, you know, Gary, it's it's so interesting you say that. I listened to you share your story, and I thought, oh, my goodness, boy, you know, isn't this the truth? I've had a similar path and had to really face a number of those things. But you're absolutely right. My shift in spirituality for me has made a difference, and each and every day I'm finding new challenges that come in the way of awareness, and you talk about that in the book. Uh, a little bit. Um, am I correct in assuming that when we're faced with these challenges, that each and every one of them is an opportunity for us mm-hmm. to make a choice, to open that floodgate of abundance that the universe has? That's right. That is exactly right. And what Linda and I present, we don't present as anything that we want you to believe mm-hmm. or take on faith. On the contrary, experiment with your life. Oh. Okay. Apply these tools. Mm-hmm. See if they work for you. Mm-hmm. If they do, if they produce the consequences that you want to create, then apply them some more. And I will guarantee you that if you apply them, they will work. As you become emotionally aware, as you become aware of all of the painful experiences that you are now masking with your need to shop or eat or have mindless sex or drink mm-hmm. or work 16 hours a day mm-hmm. or have your house in perfect order or any of the many other ways that you are out of control in your life, you will begin to create consequences that are much more to your liking. As you begin to become aware of what your intentions really are and Mm -hmm. are able to recognize your second agendas, then you will begin to create in ways that do not surprise you and that Mm -hmm. are not painful. Mm. But you can experience this yourself. In fact, that's what your life is for. Mm-hmm. So if you resonate with what I say or what, with what Linda says, use it. Mm-hmm. Experiment with it. Become a scientist. And then 
you begin the process of being the expert in I, your life. I love that idea of being the scientist. And, you know, there's something in, in the book that you say which really touched me because, uh, and I think Jane uh, talked a little bit about it. You know, we do have pa- a past life. We do have experiences from a past. And you say in this book, uh, and uh, it says, my past is not my future. Uh, there's another way that I've heard it. You know, the past does not set a precedence. Uh, for the future. And that is such a powerful statement because I don't have to look back at my past and say, you know, this is who I am, this is what I was, because that really is not the truth of me today. No, it may be the truth of you today if you haven't changed, but it does not need to be the truth of you now, yes. at this moment. Right. And you can change that. And by the way, we're Linda and I are giving a three-day workshop, a weekend workshop in Sonoma at the end of, the, at the end of March, called Scientist of the Soul. Wow. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we are, we, we are presenting one-day workshops so that people will have very affordable ways to learn about authentic power, mm-hmm. to jumpstart them or to refresh what they know. That's great. And then they can follow up if they choose with a three-day uh, weekend workshop, which this year uh, the, theme, the, the content is Scientist of the Soul. And then we also have a five-day Authentic Power Intensive is going to be held in uh, Hilton Head, North Carolina in the fall. And we also have a family workshop at Disney World that we're going to do uh, 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 at the latter half of this year so that families can use the experiences at Disney World in interaction with our workshop to learn about authentic power and creating it in the family. And we also have a three-year Creating Authentic Power education for those people who are committed and want to work with us on a regular basis. And you can find all of information about all of that at seatofthesoul.com. Mm-hmm. This, what you have put together is a very, very powerful package uh, for individuals, a very, very powerful teaching for each and every one of us to really tap into the powerful, authentically powerful individuals that we are. Um, you know, let me ask this question. You know, Linda, uh, I noticed in the beginning of the book, uh, it says, this book is dedicated to my parents, uh, Teresa Campton and her, her and the late Hubert Campton, with love and appreciation. You know, I, I read that, and for some reason, I, I was really intuitively drawn to it, and I wonder if you could share a little bit about that. I'd, be, I'd love to. Um, for so many years uh, in my life, I... Um, was unhappy, um, and I didn't know why. And I tried to change my mother. I didn't know how to relate to my father for many, many years. And when I began to really look at what I was doing, I realized that I was blaming them for things that um, they, I thought they did that made me have an unhappy life mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I began to begin to look at me and stop trying to change them or wanting them to be different. And I began to have this really wonderful, loving relationship with them and letting them be who they are, <laughs> not who I wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. And I thanked them for all of the lessons that they taught me, either knowingly or unknowingly, that helped me to change to who I am today. And I continue changing every moment, but I thank them all the time. 
Yeah. Isn't that a wonderful choice? I mean, I, I've had a similar experience with my folks. Isn't it freeing? It's so freeing and so beautiful to be able to be with, with my mother in a different way and to have that connection with my father, even though he's no longer here on the earth. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you know, there's so much to this book, and, you know, there there's so little time here. Actually, there's enough time, isn't there? Um, I have, I, I, there's a section of the book that talks about the optimal choice and, um, and awareness and choice maps. And I wonder if you could say a little bit about what, we, what you mean by the optimal choice. You are always presented with an optimal choice. Look at it this way. Okay. At every moment, you have in front of you several open doors, sometimes many or numerous open doors. Each one of them represents a choice that you can make. As you go through one of those doors, all of the others close. In other words, what could have been ceases at that moment because you have chosen to bring into your reality one particular possible reality. As soon as you walk through that door you are again presented with doors, wow. with more doorways. Mm-hmm. Those are the choices that now present you. And as you walk through one of them, all of the others close, and you are again presented with more doorways. When of those doorways that you are presented with at each stage of this process, which means at each moment of your life, one of those choices is the optimal choice. That is the choice to create authentic power, That is the choice to grow spiritually, to use your life as an instrument of spiritual growth rather than feel defeated by it, controlled by it, abused by it, suffering at the hands of it. And no matter what choice you make, you are then presented with more choices, one of which is then the optimal choice. So never think that you have marred your life or permanently distorted it by making a choice that could have been better. Mm -hmm. That was the best you could do at that moment. Mm -hmm. And those choices created consequences that you have experienced or that you will experience. And as you experience those consequences, you are presented with more choices. That is the beauty of the Earth School. You are always given a chance to choose anew. Mm -hmm. You are always given the chance to choose the optimal choice. Thank you so much for saying that. Uh, In January, each month, we pick a word. We invite our listeners to to, uh, uh, take a word that we put out and eliminate it from their vocabulary. And I think this is, if I'm getting this right, I think this is what you're saying. The word for January was to practice eliminating the word should from your life, which means should have, would have, could have. As you open the door, don't look back. Because in my life, if I've looked back, then I know that there is a whole world of optimal choice of doors open in front of me that I absolutely close my mind to. Is that sort of, you know, what you're saying here, that when you open that door, regardless of what that door is, there are many other doors for us to keep going forward, and we don't have to look back? It's you always have choices to make in each moment, and you can't stop that process. And every choice that you make creates consequences for you. Mm -hmm. So regret is not something that uh, 
is a really valuable experience, although it is a quite painful one. Oh, yeah. Rather than spend your time regretting what you have done, learn from it. Mm-hmm. Learn from it so that you don't have to do it again. So in that sense, it is appropriate to honor what you have created, mm-hmm. to acknowledge the reality of it. You made the decision, you created the consequence, and when it came, it might have hurt. Mm-hmm. It might have hurt a lot, and that happened. That was real. Why did it happen? Because of the choice that you made. So for that reason, be joyful, because as you begin to make those connections, you free yourself from the probability of creating the same thing again. Until you begin to make those connections, until you begin to be aware in your life of your emotions, of your intentions, you will create those same experiences again. Well, isn't that what you also mean by, I love this statement, because uh, I, uh, it's, uh, it's around cause and effect. And you say a cause and its effects are not separate. They're one and the same, is what I hear you saying. Exactly. But we, lo- we love to separate them sometimes. <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> oh, boy. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Think of, uh, think of cause and effect this way. Whenever you throw a rock uh-huh. up into the air. Yes. What's the first thing you do? You watch it, don't you, to see where it's going to come down. Yes. So that you won't be underneath it when it does. Some days I do, but boy, I've had my challenges there as well. Well, But you're right about that, yeah. Well, in terms of cause and effect, every cause is something you throw into the air, and no matter where you run, no matter what you get under, (laughs) you can get into a cave and crawl hundreds of feet beneath the earth. Mm -hmm. What you threw into the air is going to find you. And it's going to come right down on you. You can run, but you can't hide. You cannot. You are always responsible for how you choose to use your energy, for the consequences you create. So if you throw into the air appreciation, it comes back down on you. If you throw into the air gratitude, so does it. If you throw into the air patience and consideration for others, it comes back. If you throw into the air challenging your anger, challenging your impatience, rather than acting on them, that comes back. What do you want to come back to you? That's right. Well, throw it up. That's exactly. That's, that is a perfect way to bring this show to a close. And that is throw up in, the, up in the air that which you want manifested in your life in the name of abundance and the greater good that you have put here on this earth for uh, thank you so much. Let's give out some information. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the, the workshop. And once again, let's uh, let our listener group know how they can get tickets for this amazing offering. Well, Pat, it's going to be at the Crown Plaza this weekend on Saturday from 9 to 4.30. And they can go on the Internet and sign up at seatofthesoul.com or they can... Uh, Phone in at 877-CEE-DAIRY. S-E-E-D-A-R-Y. Yeah, 877-C-GARY. Just like you'd say, I see something. Yes. 877-S-E-E-G-A-R-Y. Great. So that's a little memory device to help you. That's wonderful. And we will continue to talk about this offering on this show tomorrow and Friday uh, so that we make sure that our, our, our total listener group uh, hears about this amazing workshop. And, um, you know, how uh, can we find out more information at, uh, about Seed of the Soul in general? <laughs> www. 
seedofthesoul.org? The best one is seedofthesoul.com. That will give you all the workshops. And on there is a link to zukov.com. Yes, I've been at that site many times over the past several years. <laughs> That's Z-U- oh, By the way, it's new now, Pat, so you might want to take a look at it. All of the depth and richness of it is there, but it's got uh, some new features and a new appearance. And that is spelled Z-U-K-A-V. It's a, I want to tell folks right now, that site, I've been there, uh, and there are so many things that you do on that site. There are soul questions. There are archives. There, it, I love what you're doing. There are so many tools that, you know, Jane asked the question, what can you do? Well, if you have access to a computer... And, you, uh, and you're sitting there, go to this site because you will be uplifted. You will find something there in that very moment that you're absolutely destined to hear. Uh, and, uh, it, and it's an amazing, amazing uh, uh, journey. And you both are awesome. You are what we call serious crust busters. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. And I also want to say that in March, we'll have a new seatofthesoul.org which will be offering soul circles for people, uh, a way to get involved in your local community and local small groups. Oh, I'd love to do so, that here. Yeah, so maybe we can come back on sometime when, and talk about that. I would love to do that, and then we could also talk about how to uh, launch that here in the Seattle area. Oh, wonderful. I, I love, love that this. idea. Oh, I'm, now I'm excited. We've got about 30 seconds left. I'm all excited. All right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, and, yes, we will see you in March. Thank it's you a pleasure, both. Pat. Uh, I know. Boy, I'm I'm filled. I don't know about you, Benny. That was a good show. Oh, I am just very nice show. Uh, folks, if you're listening, please run, run, don't walk. The mind of the soul, responsible choice. Uh, I've written all over mine uh, at this point in time, and of course, Jane will get a copy. You've been listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. Join us tomorrow, 11 o'clock. This is one-on-one day with Dr. Pat. We're going to be here busting through the crust or whatever story you have. And again, talking more about Saturday's workshop. See you tomorrow.